What's up, Mason fam? Welcome to another episode of Building Business and Life Together with the Masons. I have a special guest with us today. He is a all-around consummate professional, and I'm gonna let him introduce himself, and then I'm gonna go into a little backstory of why we have him on the show today. Thank you guys for having me. You're welcome. Um, Thank you for being here. So, Amar Green, uh, been in staffing now for over 18 years. Currently working for a company as the Director of Strategic Sales. So, I manage a territory from PA, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, all the way, you know, the whole Mid-Atlantic. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. So, the reason that we have Amar here today is just recently, I was in a grocery store and Everyone here knows that we're real estate professionals. Yes. Well, I ran into a real estate professional who was actually working in the bakery at a grocery store. Mm -hmm. So it really hit home for me to where I felt as though we needed to get a professional on here to talk about staffing, building resumes, because we have a lot of real estate professionals and not just real estate professionals, entrepreneurs as a whole that are going to be entering back into the workforce pre-pandemic. Why? So, one of the reasons is because we're going to have a, an extreme decline in business this year. So the National Association of Realtors just dropped the statistic that 33% of real estate transactions will not happen this year. So what does that mean? If you're just for simplicity in numbers, if you make a million dollars a year in GCI and real estate, your business is going to be cut. Your revenue is going to be cut by 330,000. As a business owner, that's advertising, that's marketing, mm -hmm. that's staffing. Those are things that if cut can tremendously decline your business. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about and why we brought Amar here today mm -hmm. is because we're going to have all of these real estate agents jumping back into the workforce, yeah. we need to talk about resumes, how to make them stronger. If you've had a gap in employment of two, three, four or five years, we have to make sure that you market yourself properly and you are able to highlight the skills because a lot of times it's hard to make those skills translate on a resume. Last year alone, National Association of Realtors made a call that 250,000 agents will drop out of the business in 2023. I just checked the March report for memberships in National Association of Realtors. It went from 1.6 million of registered members that that's not all real estate agents. There's three to there's three to four million licensed real estate agents in the business, but those that call themselves a realtor, which is a designation, 1.6. March's report, 1.5 already. So we've already lost 100,000 real estate agents in the first quarter alone. So this is reality. And because it's building with the Masons, it's not just about relationships that are being built. It's about your business. It's about your life. Right. And when we talk about business, that affects your life. It affects your relationships. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that we add value to you guys. So I hope you get a ton of information out of this today. But I felt like it was something relevant that we needed to get ahead of as we go into the second quarter. Right. Yeah. So so can you tell me how does someone make their business or their resume stand out amongst others when you You've been a business owner entrepreneur for three or four or five years like how do you make your resume stand out so one of the things is right so when you're looking for a job and right now when you have ai working for companies and you have let's say for example when you submit your resume through a portal they're looking for certain things and words on your resume okay. so if you have a one size fits all resume that doesn't work anymore mm. your resume needs to be tailored and geared towards that job mm. so for example if, if the job is an accountant and you were a real estate agent who was once an accountant, you need to make sure that in your resume as a realtor, if you put in there, I worked at X brokerage, mm -hmm. that you did some accounting in there. So when literally they type it in there, it pulls it. Because if not, if you just have realtor in there, it won't get pulled. Mm -hmm. You literally will not get calls back. Gotcha. But 
So how far back do does a person go? Because that that is my yeah, that's my very applicable. Like, she was yeah, an accountant. Yeah, I was an accountant turned real estate. Real. I was an accountant turned into a person to do sales and staffing. Gotcha. Yeah. So how many years back do you go with experience if you're applying for an accountant position? I would say the current job and the last two jobs. Okay. Current job and like, because honestly, if you were to put your resume out there right now, your resume will have real estate on it. And then your last two jobs before that will have accounting, correct? Correct. So then that way, what you do right now is you would just input the accounting into what you do day to day right now. Mm. Gotcha. That's what I was going to say. Like, how does that translate? So yeah. you would take the fact that she, you run payroll for payroll. for our employees. Yep. And I do the profit and loss statements. Yeah. All of the balancing, you do the expense reports, like all of those things. So she would add all of those elements to make sure that it stays within the accounting field. Absolutely. And she's been at this for 11 years. So for 11 years, you've done real estate, but you've also done accounting. Within real estate. Within real estate. Gotcha. Yeah. Are you highlighting the amount of revenue that she's handled, like all of those different things, and as a plus up of ran a company that did a billion dollars in sales in the last 11 years? Like, are those the types of things yes. that you're going to highlight in there? You want to go through so much detail that they don't even have questions. Mm -hmm. So you literally want to make sure that when, just imagine if you were in interviewing you, what questions you would have regarding your resume, and you want to make sure within your resume that you answer those questions. Let's say, for example, I say, okay, I used ADP. What did you do in ADP? How many people did you process for payroll? Mm -hmm. You know, did you make sure you did the payroll sales tax? Did you do all that? Was it multi-state? Mm -hmm. So you want to go into so much detail that they don't have questions. And on top of that, they can look at this and say, okay, this person was a business owner, but this person also was an employee for their business. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it's not like they're going to come Come in here and they're not going to be coachable because they had to be coachable in order to do those certain skills exactly and then if your title was with that company you know we we give ourselves fancy titles when we we're business owners of ceo of cfo right p like how did is that the title that you're putting or are you putting that you're a real estate agent how would you do that like ceo of x company that that did this and you right. You run through all of the different accolades that happen while that question. was under, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good question. So that question is going to come up. And I would say what you can do is, for example, if it's one of those things where you're entering back into the workforce and you can put, you know, A, I was a realtor, but also I was also doing this. But as far as the title, I would put the title as accountant and real estate agent second. Mm. Yes. So I would lead with that first and then the real estate agent second. Right. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So titles matter yeah. and make sure that you tailor your resume based on that. That's very key and I, and I love that. So let's talk about this because you mentioned AI. Yeah. Okay. For people that don't know what AI stands for. So AI, artificial intelligence, it's yeah. everywhere. You can literally type a sentence into a platform like a chat GBT or Jasper AI. There are several different platforms out there where this system is so smart and it's literally scouring the internet in seconds for whatever it is that you're asking. It's pulling from millions of sources. Mm -hmm. So with artificial intelligence, it's also replacing a lot of creatives in the workforce that Absolutely. you might have been someone who wrote content for a YouTuber, yeah. but now you're not writing content for a YouTuber because that YouTuber can go into those same platforms and they can actually get it a lot faster without having to wait days or weeks for you to develop the content. Yeah. So we have every aspect of that. So with AI, one of the things that I found and I did research on was with AI, they have applicant tracking system, which I wasn't even privy to that mm -hmm. being something mm -hmm. yeah. where these tracking systems will 
actually take millions of resumes, millions of applicants, yep. and they might look for attention to detail. Yep. And then when they do that search, ATS is gonna pull every single resume mm -hmm. that says attention to detail. Yep. How does that translate when it comes to someone being super qualified, mm -hmm. but they fail to put one of those keywords in there? How do you circumvent that to make sure that you're still looked at? Like, what are the, the tangible steps to take to make sure that with ATS and it removing the human element that your mm -hmm. resume still sticks out and you are selected, at least to your, your resume gets reviewed? Great question. So here's the thing. In the current job market, you have to literally, before you submit your resume, you need to look at the job. You need to look at the job description. In the job description, you need to tailor your resume towards that job description. The one size fits all does not work anymore. You have to make sure when you're looking at a job description, let's say, for example, if this says sales, and I know I can sell. And let's say, for example, in real estate, you are selling, you are a salesperson. You need to make sure that sales comes up in your resume at least more than 10, 15 times. Oh. Every sentence needs to leave with sales next sentence sales i did sales sales wow. this multi-home sales 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 so when you're so when the ai system or the applicant tracking system goes through to pull information it goes okay hey recruiter this person has sales in their resume and it's going to be highlighted because i have that applicant tracking system mm. and literally it's going to say highlight highlight highlight, highlight. Go, okay great this is a good person to call if it doesn't done throw it in the trash so one mm. component saying sales yep doesn't weigh the same as someone who has sales 10 or 15 times. Exactly. That makes 10 sense. to 15 times, whatever yes. the keyword is, you need to highlight that if that's right. the job that you're looking for. So you for. know, that's like crazy. when I was, you know, put my resume out there before I became an entrepreneur, I was, I would have like detail oriented, yep. you know, those like words like that as well. Like, do, do those words matter anymore? They do. But what matters more is if you can do the job, okay. because here's the thing, your resume should be detail oriented mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it should be detail oriented, tailored towards the job description. Gotcha. Because that's what people are looking for. We're in a very transactional and employment market. So what I experienced last year was you had clients that had to overpay for people. And then you also had candidates that had multiple offers that those days are gone. The hyperinflated economy is gone. So now we're getting back into what five or 6% interest rates should look like. We're getting back into companies hiring, over hiring versus what they just need and they're hiring what they need. So you got to make sure that when you're dealing with a recruiter, HR person, you have a hurdle to get through to get to that hiring manager. You need to make sure because all they're doing is passing the resume. That's all they're doing. So you want to make sure your resume gets passed because it has every Everything in that job description that tailors towards what the hiring manager needs. Mm -hmm. mm. So make sure the resume is detail oriented. Yeah, throw it in there. Throw it in there in the summary piece. So in your right. summary or your objective, it's like I am a detail oriented person who focuses on sales. Uh, gotcha. I am a detail oriented <laughs> accountant. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you keep throwing that jab and then then you hit them with the hook and then it's like I get the interview. Mm. Right. But if you're lazy and if you don't do the good resume, for example, if if you don't go through and have a detail resume every time you submit your application, you are not going to get that interview. You're not. I could promise you that. Mm -hmm. And I work with everything from your Fortune 1000 to your Fortune 100. It is the same. Wow. Yeah. Even the header, right? So I have my name. Yep. So, and we're going to talk about, I want to talk about Lushy. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So I have my name, yep. right? And mm -hmm. then I have, do you put your home address? Do you put your social media? Do you put, like, I heard they're putting header. pictures now. People are putting pictures as well. Like, what do you recommend for that? I would say I'm not a big fan of the picture. 
Okay. Not a big fan of the picture because we do live in a society where people are biased. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I would say as far as your name, your name is your name. You can't change it. Like, for example, my name is Amar Green. I get called Amar, Amar. I've been called Mike. I've been, I've, I've got called everything. I'm like, how do you get Mike out of I Amar? I don't know. Exactly. So the thing about it is, is that you want to just make sure you put your name, your address. I would not put social media on it. I think okay. your social media is private and your social media when you're looking for a job should be locked only to your friends mm. because you do mm. not want people just scrolling in there going oh this person's wild or, but that's right. your private life that's not any of their business it's not yeah but right. but even like but while you're when, while you're looking for a job while you're looking for a, a job lock your account lock your account <laughs> make your account private when you're looking for a job people don't no one wants to see you in tulum at no, no, <laughs> no one wants to see you in the grocery cart getting pushed down the street holding oh tito's right. that's so crazy <laughs> while watching lemon drop friday <laughs> Right. Let me drop Friday. You know who you are. You know who you are. Let me drop Friday. That's so crazy. Yeah. So, so wow. That's now, a good idea. I'm now along those anybody. lines, right? Mm -hmm. We did some research. She could. This was her thing. I, it's okay. not something that I've ever run into because my mom named me Anthony. Thank you, mom. Mm -hmm. The name biases. Yeah. So a name like Lashika shows up. Mm -hmm. Which I love my name, by the way. Thank you I'm, very much. As you should. <laughs> as you should. Absolutely. Embrace, you should. It. Embrace it. Right. right. So, but there are people today that genuinely have issues with getting jobs based on their name. Mm -hmm. How much of an impact, whether it's you, your company, mm -hmm. anyone else you know, how much of an impact does that name have when you're doing your initial screening? So for me, it doesn't impact me at all because, you know, I have a, I would say, you know, my name is very urban. I would say that. Mm -hmm. Unique. Uh, unique. Mm -hmm. Unique. So I would say there are companies that are going to look at that, not companies, but people who are yes. going to look at that and bypass that. I've seen people take their middle name and use it with their last name instead of their first name. Yeah. Mm. So a, a way to get around that. So my middle name, people won't know. I have a German middle name. Mm. So my German middle name, if I wanted to, I actually one time my coworkers were even telling me they were like, um, they were telling me to lead with my middle name and my last name because they were like, you could break into more accounts that way. And I was like, nah, I'm not hiding. I am who I am. I'm going to lead with Amar Green. Yeah. And if they can't get Amar, Amar right, just call me AG. AG yeah. works perfect. So you could always take your middle name, pair it with your last name. And if your middle name is special, then you just got to work. You got to finding a job is a numbers game. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you're looking for a job as an accountant, I would say if you submit your resume to 10 companies, you should get two callbacks. Mm -hmm. And if you submit it to 20, you should get four. So and if you're really good, and if your resume really stands out, the numbers will go even higher. Mm -hmm. But the more people you touch, the more people you would get yourself in contact with. And somebody's going to give you a shot. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, I am a guy who literally worked for E-Trade Financial. I worked for Freddie Mac. I worked for the Mills Corporation. And then I got into sales within staffing within corporate America. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, my name is very unique and it is what it is. It's like, listen, I am going to always lead with who I am, not hide it. And if someone can, if they just butcher it, I'm just, just call me AG. Just, just... Uh, my name is butchered all the time. Yeah. That's like, just call me Sheikah. Because yeah. when you see La and yeah. you see me, you, yeah. Lakeisha, I'm like, yeah. it's not yeah, Lakeisha. Exactly. 
exactly. It's La Chica. And, 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 and see, and the crazy thing about it is there are still people in the world who've never met a La Chica. Yeah. There are people who have never met an Amar, but they've met an Anthony. Yeah. Yes. So the thing about it is that's a very common name where our names are very unique and special. Yeah. And they got to figure out, like, how do I say it? It's like, is it A-R? There's so many ways you can say Correct. the A. Correct. So if your name is special, just find a way to work around it. So if your resume, so for example, I will share this. My middle name is Bertram. I was about to say, we want to get on how you my middle, middle name. Like, my I, middle I name. Later, my middle name is, so my name is Amar Bertram Green. But that is a resume name. You would get some callbacks. Absolutely. I would actually think you were an older guy. There you go. <laughs> but actually, it was the name of Bugs Bunny. No way. Bugs Bunny's real name is, if, if I remember one time I saw on the mailbox, it was Bertram. Wow. So it was actually my grandfather's name so wow. my grandfather i was my middle name was named after my grandfather bertram brown senior mm -hmm. so but my grandfather owned a air conditioning heating and plumbing company wow. and got a lot of business because people probably didn't know a african-american was coming named bertram right yeah that's wild <laughs> i never even thought of the whole middle name thing either yeah because like, how does that trend like so for instance you go I guess it really doesn't matter. No, because that's not but what you put in applications. You, it's just on your resume. No, yeah. yeah. On so your when, application, you put your legal name. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. So when you get there, you can tell them. They can go, hey, so we understand. Actually, when you get there, you can still go into the middle name. It's just when you're filling out the application, then that's when you put everything down. And then they may ask questions. So why don't you go with that? And you can say, listen, people butcher my name. I would yeah. rather go with my middle name, which I think people can say a lot better than my first name. And it's still a part of your legal name. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Technically, you're just using the middle name. I love absolutely. that. That's, that's dope. So if you do have a name and you feel as though you suffer from name bias when you're doing applications, mm -hmm. go with your middle name. Yeah. That's phenomenal advice. So, love that. Now, you've made the first cut, but you got to put references. What are great references that you put on there? Not Auntie Monique. Mm -mm. Like, who are you putting down for references? What are you looking for? Like, are you looking for a corporation reference? Sometimes when you're switching jobs, it may be a conflict mm -hmm. for you to put your current employer down as a reference. So what are good references that you can put on your resume mm -hmm. that will help you to mm -hmm. secure the position? So I'll tell you guys a funny story. So I was working at a company and this guy, uh, they were they were hiring him and he was a professional poker player. Okay. Oh, so I know he was getting to the- He's a professional poker player and he literally lived in Las Vegas. His references were the poker dealers. And they just wanted to know, like, is he an ethical guy? If he says he's coming to play at this time, does he play at this time? Mm -hmm. So I would say if you're a real estate agent re-entering in the workforce, I would say you need to make sure you have a good relationship with your broker. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure you have a good relationship with your team lead and also with the people you work with. Because I'm telling you right now, your reputation will follow you. Mm -hmm. And we always ask the backdoor question. Like, look, this is off the record. Like, I want to know, what am I getting myself involved in with this person if I hire them? Mm -hmm. I want to notice because they will tell me something like listen stay away don't hire this person i won't say that on paper i won't say that legally because i don't want to be sued but you want to make sure you have a good reputation and you're a hard worker even if real estate wasn't for you at that time you still need to make sure you have good relationship with the people that you reported into so business owners as well right like yes. um even if you're not a realtor any business owner i guess with um the feedback that you get online as well do, yes do, do, do they hit, do, hit do, you, do you all look, yeah do you all look at that like Zillow account, Yelp. Like, mm, you know what? Say, oh, they were a business owner. Let's see how what what reviews they got online. I would say depending on what job, but I would say yes, the, people will do their investigation on you to make sure you are who you say you are. Mm. 
So I would say this, if you're a real estate agent and you're re-entering into the workforce, I wouldn't actually go back into the field in which I came out of. Mm -hmm. I would go into sales. Mm -hmm. And the yeah. reason why is because if you're re-entering in the workforce, there was something missing that you weren't doing in real estate and that component could be sales. And what I see in my humble opinion as a husband of a real estate, of a top real estate agent mm -hmm. is that yes. the one thing I saw when my wife was entering into real estate, she wasn't the person that people know now. So we would go in the grocery store and I, I'm a sales guy. So we would go in Shoppers Food Warehouse and I'd be like, where are your cars at? I don't have them. Hold on. Your business is people. <laughs> what? You don't have cars with you? Mm -hmm. Explain to me how that works. Mm -hmm. So we would go places and I would go, you know, start a conversation. I don't know those people. Talk to them. Mm -hmm. If you get a sales job, a sales job will make you do those things. Yeah. They will make you pick up the habits of a salesperson where now everyone becomes an opportunity to get to know them, to find out what their pain points are. If they're going to buy a house, do they know someone is going to buy a house? Mm -hmm. So then if you do go back into real estate 100% of the time, your skill set is better. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go from real estate to going back to be an accountant. I would find out what I wasn't strong in in real estate go and go get that skill set mm -hmm. for free on their dime yeah. while you're getting paid to do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like I think there's two fears. You might want to move your mic up. Some. I know it keeps, it keeps doing dropping it. down. <laughs> And you're like, and I'm just talking. Yeah, it's because he's getting lower and lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dropping bars over there. Uh. Easy. So there's two times I feel like as an entrepreneur and business owner, there's two times that there's fear. It's when you leave your nine to five mm. to become a business owner. Tell me about. And it. then when you leave your comfortable business, doing what you want to do and entering back into the workforce, right? Mm. So when we talk about references, I don't know if it's a fear or an embarrassment when you say put your broker down. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to put my broker down because my broker now knows that I'm going back into the workforce. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then that becomes, that spreads like wildfire in my brokers that oh, mm -hmm. I just got a call for a reference for Anthony because he's going back into the workforce. We mm -hmm. heard that he's getting a nine to five. So outside of like your broker, I think that's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. But to preserve my pride. Yeah. Because now I got to go get a nine to five. What are some secondary references that I can use in order to still get the message across about who I am and what my work ethic well, is? Well, you're supposed to have so many professional references and so yeah. many personal, right? So yeah. how many of each, I guess? I would say, so your professional references, I would say, well, let's break it down like this. In my experience in staffing, they're going to want references for who you reported to. Hmm. And honestly that could also be your clients mm -hmm. because yeah. when you're selling the house you now work for that client mm -hmm. so was this person on time mm. did they post the house as they said they were going to did they show up for closing did did you have a good experience i would say it could also be your clients it could also you know is is no way really around that mm -hmm. because i can't put down lashika as a friend and say she's a personal reference because you're going to have a bias i want the reference that's kind of unbiased mm -hmm. i want the reference that's going to tell me the truth like what am i getting myself into this is a employment marriage i need to know like i need to do the the car facts and make sure that you know like what is this person's strengths what are their weaknesses what can they get better at and if it's just all good 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 it's like okay all right so who are you really yeah suspect who are you really yeah. but honestly in this day and age you know references matter but what really matters is the person that shows up and does the job mm -hmm. and that's going to be the selling point if you can sell yourself in the interview you're going to get the job the references are just a formality mm -hmm. so you know i don't want people to get caught up on that but make yeah. sure you tell the truth you're honest 
And you know, and I would say this, it's nothing wrong with failing forward, as long as you don't fail and go backwards. Yeah. So for example, the humility part of, and I heard you say that, and I know that has to be a big thing for real estate agents oh, yeah. because you've been free, you've been making buku money, mm -hmm. you've been traveling, you've yeah, been- the gram, the gram, the gram got you like, Come yo, life on, is great. Cash Close money records yeah. in the nine nine. <laughs> Deals like, while you're yeah. on vacation. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's sexy. Yeah. Because I've looked at my wife and been like, man, she over there getting. I'm over here like, man, I need to get over <laughs> like, there. Man, I need to get over there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm saying that, but I'm like, listen, fail forward. Like, treat this as a learning opportunity to go. We're always going to go through these cycles in the economy. Mm -hmm. If you really go out and learn a skill that you didn't have in real estate and re-enter back in real estate, just make sure you don't have to go backwards again. Mm -hmm. That's it. So I would say go into sales. And, I, and honestly, for me, I love selling because there's never a point in time I'm not on. Mm -hmm. I'm always looking to meet somebody. I'm always looking to shake someone's hand and get to know them. Mm -hmm. So if that's one of the things, like, and even when, like, I listen to my wife on her morning meetings and I'm listening to people talking i'm like nah i'm like dig deeper dig deeper that person don't know how to sell mm. because if they don't have anything in the pipeline then who are you meeting you haven't been out to shake anybody's hand covid's mm. over yeah i don't have a mask on y'all don't have a mask right. on like so you mean to tell me you you haven't bought groceries you haven't went to the gas station mm. you haven't taken your kids to a, a movie or anything Come on now, even if it's five and six percent, people are still buying houses. Yeah. The real estate market is not going to zero. It's not. Every single day, a transaction is still occurring. Absolutely. No matter what the economy is, good or bad. Absolutely. It's a, it's a mindset. Yeah. It's absolutely a mindset. Man, I love, love this. So one more question for you. Go for it. What types of questions are you asking during the interview? And what are some examples of answers you are looking for? So what type of questions are being asked? Yeah. I think uh, the popular ones back in the day were like, what's your strengths and weaknesses? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's nah, like, that's, that's old. So like, what's the new interview question that's stumping people? And, and what is the textbook answer for that? Tell me about your biggest struggle and how you overcame it. Mm. Mm. Tell me about a time when you failed and how you pulled yourself back up. Mm -hmm. Tell me about a, a huge achievement. What did you do to celebrate it? When I interview people for my team, I'll ask them, what do you do for fun? I want to know who I work with. Exactly. So like, you know, oh, I go home, I read books, boring. What do you do for fun? That's a culture. <laughs> that, and that, that's a culture. Yeah. Piece. What do you do for yeah. fun? What yeah. do you do for fun? Like, do you do you drink on Fridays? Like, you know, I don't want to know if you excessively drink, but do you have a drink? <laughs> you know, do you like to travel? You know, are you a person? Like, what is it about you that makes me want to say, I want to be, if we got to go into office every day and it's eight hours a day, I got to be locked in a room with you. Why do I want to be locked in a room with you? Mm. What is it about you? What is your superpower? I think that's the biggest selling point in the interview is selling your superpower. Mm -hmm. So what's going to separate me from the next person that you interview is that I'm going to make sure you understand, number one, I like to have fun. Number one, I'm a Christian. Number three, I'm family oriented. And I love to have a good time. I want to make money and have fun. Mm -hmm. I want to make money and have fun. So I'm talking about, I'm the guy that stands on the desk. I'm the guy, and I'm going to say this in an interview, I'm going to stand on the desk. I'm going to listen, I just closed that deal. Like if I got to hit my chest and make it feel good, if I got to do the LeBron and that mm -hmm. like go like that i'm that guy yeah so i'm the guy you want to be locked in the room with because i'm the guy we're going to have fun yeah. we're going to keep it sexy we're going to keep it classy but we're going to have fun and we're going to be respectful of each other mm -hmm. so i'm gonna make sure we're in an environment where i respect you i respect your culture whatever that culture is i respect you know a lot of times when you work with people you not only deal with them but you deal with how they grew up how they enter i mean i've i've watched this in corporate america where you know in some cultures people can be completely disrespectful 
disrespectful to each other and it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I've been in, I'm like, well, we don't do that in my neighborhood. I'm sorry, you can't do that. Like, that's not something you do. So if you feel like you're frustrated with me, let's go for a walk, let's go, let's talk. But yelling and screaming will never work. Right. So it's big on, on a cultural piece. And, and I love that because that's something also with us, mm-hmm. with our team, it's always been about the culture because you're spending more time with these individuals than yeah, you actually spend family. with your family. Yeah. So it's very important to make sure that culturally you're honest when you're in your interview and that you're forthcoming in who you are because at the end of the day those individuals that are doing the interview have a culture nine times out of ten that they're looking to protect absolutely because you do not want toxicity in Mm -hmm. your workspace and that was when i was government that was the one thing that my i don't even know what to call her because supervisor yeah Yeah. my supervisor said that that was the one thing she did not tolerate was toxicity yeah Mm -hmm. and talking about people right yeah so that's that's major but talking about interview right yeah how do i show up how do i look how do i present Mm. myself on an interview what what are you looking for can i come in a sports because listen Mm -hmm. listen Mm -hmm. that's that's a big piece because listen Mm -hmm. i'm gonna tell you right now i'm sorry babe yes listen Because right now, what everybody talks about is like the suits are so 2019. Mm-hmm. And funny story, I told Amar yeah. how we were coming here. Yeah. And I said, listen, me and Shika, we dressed down a little bit. And he said, I'm coming suited and booted. Yeah. Okay. I respect right. 100%. Yeah. Exactly. But my question is, mm-hmm. how do I show up, you know, or mm-hmm. how does a male show up? So I want to go female, what should their appearance be? And then male, like what should his appearance be? You know, the first time interview, whether it's a virtual interview yep. or in person, because a yep. lot of interviews are virtual now. Yeah. You can get away with being a little more relaxed. However, yeah, I would say as a business owner, we have Let's that opportunity. The, the but yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, listen. You want to be suited and booted. You want to make sure that they don't have any questions to ask. Like, why did this person show up in just a sweatshirt? Like, like, mm-hmm. do you care enough to present yourself well enough to get the job? Right. So, like for example, I remember I was interviewing this guy, and he came in, and I told him I was interviewing him for an inside sales job. He comes in with khakis on boat shoes a polo shirt and a jacket and i was like yeah that ain't it Mm. that ain't it my guy that's just not it like Mm. like listen like and trust me when i started in staffing i had two kids a wife and i was a accountant making no more than fifty five thousand dollars a year Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna tell you exactly what i did i went to kng went to to kng KNG. went Mm. to kng i got me a black suit and a blue suit that's all i had and i went to nordstrom's and this is when i said okay i'm gonna buy me a nice Fasanable shirt, buy me a nice Fasanable tie, and I'll splurge on some nice dress shoes. Mm-hmm. Now, I can remix that every single day. Yeah. When I started to make money, then I added in a couple of more suits. But the thing about it is right now, don't get caught up in the trap of everyone's relaxed and everyone is just like, oh, that, that doesn't matter because it does. Mm-hmm. It does. You put on a tie, put on a shirt, yes. put on a dress shirt, make sure you're groomed, make sure you go on LinkedIn and you research the person that you're going to interview with before you even have the interview. So then you can interview the interviewer. You can turn it back on them. So tell me about your transition from company A to company B to where you are now. Yes. Definitely. Oh, wow. Really? You took time. Absolutely. You took time to look, me, took up. Time to look mm-hmm. me up. I want to know who I'm going to be working for. But you know what? One of the key questions what, that we always ask the agents is, what do you know about the company? Wow. How many people did we stump yeah. when we asked the question of, or what do you what, know about the company? Or what did you do to, to prepare for this interview? Or what do you know? think about our yeah. mission statement? Yeah. Wow. And they'll be like, mission 
Yeah. Like, oh, you didn't even hit the website? You didn't do any research? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's... But I, that's... Like, I like the suited and booted. If you're a guy with long hair, yeah. just maybe pull that back or something or... Do the man yeah, bun. Do the, yeah, do the man that. bun. Make it yeah. nice, neat, groom. Make okay. sure your edges are good. You know, right. if you're a man, make sure you, you know, put some gel on them things. Gel <laughs> 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 them things down or something. If not, uh, hit us up. Chloe got you on the gel with the edges. Like, yeah, she got you taken care of. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And then as far as appearance for virtual. Yes. You're saying the same. Same. And it's saying, party like, up top. Yeah. So, I mean, no, no, no. Party at the bottom. Yeah. No, you need to be suited and booted all the way up. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. party at the bottom and Yeah. I mean, I mean look, <laughs> you could get away with the dress shoes and maybe you just go in there with some flip flops, but right. have on a suit and a tie. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're professionally dressed. Like, don't, don't mess up the opportunity you have because you get one shot to make that first introduction of who you are and why they should be working with you. Mm -hmm. Like, once you mess that up, it's no going back from that. Yeah. It's not. Indeed. Like, literally. Like, I've interviewed plenty. Like, even that guy interviewed who came in and I was like I can't introduce you to my colleagues because you're not professionally dressed and he didn't understand that mm -hmm. I was like that's not professionally dressed he's like well, what if this is all the money that I have I'm like listen bro mm -hmm. I know broke I know what broke's like I know what broke's like with a family you ain't yeah. broke yeah. like and if you are there are so many places you can go where you can go to the thrift store and get a suit yeah. you can go to the thrift store and get a suit and get it tailored to your body yeah like there are no excuses yeah mm -hmm. so make it happen mm -hmm. no I think that all of that uh, these are definitely key nuggets this has been great conversation Definitely. mason family i hope that you all have enjoyed this and you come out of this with some strategic things that can be directly applied mm -hmm. immediately to get you back into the workforce this is not just about real estate agents that just hits close to home for me so that's what i use to really start this conversation for business owners in general mm -hmm. um, even if you're in another job right now that you're unhappy with and you're looking to go to the next job and you've been there so long that you haven't built a resume in 10, 15 years. The time could be now for you. So I hope that all of these things can be applicable. Amar, thank you so much. No problem. Um, thank you for having now, me. Now, let's, what's your LinkedIn? What's your Instagram? I would say go on to my LinkedIn, Amar, A-M-A-R. Last name is Green with the E at the end. If it doesn't have an E at the end, that is not me. The it's E matters. Absolutely. And you should have a LinkedIn account, I guess. You should, absolutely. Oh, okay. And you should have a LinkedIn account where people can go in there and look at your LinkedIn profile and know exactly what's going on. So mm -hmm. absolutely, make sure your LinkedIn is open because you can also make your LinkedIn, LinkedIn private. So make sure it's open where companies can see you. And also, there's a feature on your page where you can go in there and say that you're looking for a job. Ooh. So when people, so for example, this morning I was doing a search for an accounts payable candidate and I literally went on there and I pulled up every last single person in the DC metro area that has AP looking for a job. Mm -hmm. So it tells me who's looking for a job. So make sure people know you are looking and your job search is a job. So treat it as such. Every day you got to go out and meet people. You don't even network like National Association of Black Accountants. There's a, there are so many SHRMs, Society of Human Resources Management. There's so many places you can go and even meet up. You can go and meet up and meet with different CFOs and controllers or what have you if you're looking for a job and put yourself out there. Nice. Wow. Okay, this is a lot of great wow. advice. And we'll make sure we put it in the comments as well. Tell us what you've learned, what your ahas were. And what are um, you doing, right? And what, are, and, and what are you doing? Whatever that is. So just remember the nuggets he said. For every 10 resumes, you should get two callbacks. And if you're not doing that, you need to keep putting them out there because putting your resume out is a numbers game, good people. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed this segment. And remember, keep, keep building, building and, and stay, stay unstoppable. unstoppable.